Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. This is the show that is known on the internet and in the world as Double Deuce. Yep. You have to say it like that, too. Double deuce. You don't have to. We encourage I it, but you don't have to. You want to know what's a goddamn travesty, Nelson? What? I tell people I have a podcast because everybody talks about podcasting now. And like, oh, we should do a podcast of that. And I'm like, I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I've had one for almost 10 years, you fuckers. Yeah. And uh and you don't listen. You never listen. I just want you to listen. So for those of you who do listen, you are in way before it was cool. And I thank you. I thank you and I want you to go and punch somebody who doesn't listen. Yeah. Go and hurt them. Hurt their family. No, th- no, don't hurt their families. Hurt their hurt their just just go and tell them to listen. Yeah. Maybe like sit sit on them so they can't run away and then play one episode. I think they're short, they one, so you don't have to sit on them for very long at the end of the day. Right. Especially if they hear this one where I'm talking about them in such glowing terms, those uh those fuckers will listen. Yeah. Yeah. This, we're not this this, this I, episode is for those fuckers. Yeah. And you one fuckers. For the fuckers at the back that don't listen. But thank you, fuckers, who do listen. Oh, man. My grandma's going to be upset at all this swearing when she's listening from heaven. I mean, I don't know. She probably has better stuff to do in heaven. Oh, no. No, she came to my cousin's, like, punk rock high school band show. She would. She's totally going to listen to this shit. Yeah, she's gonna be like that's that's my grandson swearing. I just figure that she'd be taking the opportunity of being in heaven to be hitting your grandpa raw again. I mean, they gotta take a break sometime, right? I mean, how's your stamina in heaven? I I, I don't know. Probably infinite. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's hard to say. Science is still mystified by by what the refractory period is of the dead in heaven. I'm having a sudden like flashback to like a Paul Lim voice saying the angels are fucking. (laughs) Oh, look, all the angels, they're fucking. And that makes me feel uncomfortable about where my mind goes. Do you ever? Does your mind ever make you uncomfortable? Does the idea of the angels fucking make you more or less uncomfortable than the idea of your grandparents fucking in heaven? I think the idea of Paul Lib's voice talking about fucking popping in in my head in any way, shape, or form is more disturbing than any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I don't like the idea that the angels are all up there fucking. You're taking notes, aren't you? Yeah, I was realizing I, I'm behind it. already. Man, don't get behind because we're going to go a million miles a minute. We got a lot to talk about on this episode. We have had 
so much happened both locally and nationally in the past few weeks. Uh, it's wild. It's wild. Now, if you ask me to remember what any of it is, I, it just seems like it's happened so fast. It's happened so fast, I have to think about it. Um, let's see. Uh, my parents were out of town, and I had a bitchin' party at their house. You were there. I was. You were there for that. We saw uh, New York writer Jonathan Lethem at the Cider Gallery, and... and I bought Jack his new book and then he read from his new book and I'm like, oh man, I wish I'd have I wish I'd have just had her bring one of her old books to get him to sign it. But we didn't even stick around for the signature because after the speech, she was like I don't think I need a signature. I don't think I need him to sign this. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's 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 not wrong. It was it was a dry reading. It was a dry reading. It was a little dry. Me... It was a little. We were getting some some real introductory bits and and not. It seemed like he was really wanting to keep a lot uh, of the cards close to the chest, and so there wasn't a lot to to take away from the reading. To be honest, I'm interested to How check it out. It does seem like it is. It is kind of a. In a way, it connected to Fortress of Solitude, and that's a real good book. I'm interested to see in what ways, but even just the reading of it, there are certainly some things that felt like uh, like they echoed certain ideas. But we'll see. I, I, I don't read. I, I, I won't read enough books anymore. I'm behind on his books, to be honest. I hear you. Catch I hear, up, and you know what? I, yeah, I, I did I think about you. like, should I bring a book to? to, to uh, he's going to be signing. Do we want to deal with waiting in a signing line? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, dear listeners, no. wait in a signing line. And honestly, I don't feel bad about that. Um, except I could have gotten a signed copy at the Raven when I went to buy Jack the book. Uh, but I didn't end up doing that because I'm like, oh, we're going to get one signed later. Uh, and yeah. I'll be more personalized. But if I'd have realized... You know oh, they man. might they might still have some signed ones at the Raven, but you already have one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I could go trade. Maybe it I'll out. go get Maybe a signed one at the Raven. Maybe that's what I'll do. You know, if it would make you feel better, I think you should. You need to read more. Yeah, I mean, I don't have I don't have a signed you know, I don't have a signed copy of any of his books, and it's something that I wouldn't mind having. I like yeah. him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's he came off really well. I I, I like. He seems like I a nice dude. He did. Somewhat he did. He took. I bit. took a selfie with him. I got a board selfie with him. That was exciting. Yeah. He yeah. was down to clown. He was down ish to clown ish. He wasn't the most down to clown of anybody that I've gotten a selfie with. But you know, when someone walks up to you and says, "Can I get a selfie?" and then the second thing they say is, "I need you to look really bored." It's a little bit of an adjustment. It's a little bit of an adjustment. Our minds don't necessarily work that way. It's true, um, but it might. It must be a nice change of pace because he probably yeah. gets, you know, like I, I doubt like walking down the street, he gets like a lot of selfie asks, but probably at events like this, he gets a fair amount and probably not a lot of them are like, look as bored as you possibly can. I'm doing a bit here. Yeah, yeah. Or the, if they're like, to. now... Bear with me. I'm doing a bit. Probably in the back of his mind is like, oh, God, what is he going to ask me to do? And then it's like, look bored. It's like, oh, easy. I got that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, maybe that's the way I should sell it from now on. Instead of, can I just ask, would you mind looking really bored? 
mm-hmm. uh, which I, is, it seems very Midwestern to, to ask in that in that way. Yeah, and you have you do have the like the the intention of at one point like collecting these pictures and and making something. Yeah, of it's them. not just for like my own uh, like at home masturbatory purposes. Yeah, well, I mean they're all also it, it's also online content because you do you do share them, but. I do. I do share. I share. Just as you're looking friends. with with the coworker uh, stories to 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 collect them, you're also looking to collect the board selfies. Yeah, it's part of an art project, which is that's a true fact. Yeah. What I'd like to do is get about 400 board selfies, and then they're all. I'm excited in all of them. The subjects are bored, and then I'm going to make a mosaic of those pictures of a big picture of me looking really sad and alone. And it's going to be called I Have So Many Friends. And it's a scathing indictment of selfie culture and social media, the, the falsity of social media. I'm going to apply for a rocket grant. You should. I'm applying for grants right now for work. And it's hilarious because you basically the whole point of a grant is you have to prove to them how much you don't need the money in order for them to give you the money, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It'd be make a lot more sense if you're like, look, we don't have this money. That's why we're asking you for this money. But here's what we're going to do with this money. But especially like arts grants, they're like, we won't pay salaries on this grant for, for your arts project. And it's like, I'm a writer. Like, all I have is travel and salaries like that. Like, like to, for me to write a book, I need to be able to afford to take the time off of work to write a book. Right? Yeah. Like that's. And, and for artists who just are artists full time, like that's what they do. And why is that a crime? Why is it a crime to ask for money for your own to pay yourself to be able to create your art? Ludicrous, ludicrous. Yeah. And I want it to change. Especially when you look at like throughout a lot of history, like patronage was was a big part of how art. It was like a thing that rich people did. So that there'd be more art yeah. in the world. Yeah. People like they would go live at castles and paint and write books and stuff. Yeah. And now no one owns a castle anymore. So you're pretty much fucked there. No. Do you own a castle? Can Will live there while he writes a book? Hashtag I, I want to write a book. DD live in my castle. I want to write a book about I-70. So it'd be awesome if your castle was on or around I-70. Uh, that's yeah. that's. I mean, it's a topic. long road. It's a long road, and you know what's really funny is one of the origin points is in a car park, and I think North Carolina, and the other origin, like the end destination point, was somewhere in Arizona, and there was a big argument over like where it should end, and I think it got moved at one point during the construction, and a whole town was constructed around where it was maybe supposed to end up and then it didn't end up there and now that town is a ghost town so i-70 it's fascinating yep i can't get enough i-70 facts what are your what are your top five i-70 facts and i guess you can, uh, you can do the arizona one as one of them that i think that i think that's that's going to be one of them um the other the other four i'm I mean, I haven't really gotten the grant to do the research yet, so these are kind of off the cuff. So they may or may yeah, not. Yeah, but you've spent some time be... on on the on the 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 long asphalt expanses of I seventy. You yeah. know some things. Yeah, no, I, you've I, seen yeah, some yeah. things. You've you've tasted some things. 
Um, there are uh, okay. Fact one: What's the best thing than... you ever tasted on I seventy? Best thing I ever tasted on I seventy. Yes, was when I was super high with Jason Ware and got a root beer float uh, somewhere uh, past Junction City or around Junction City. What's the worst thing you ever tasted on I seventy? Um the metallics taste of my own blood and fear uh when i i bit my lip so hard trying to navigate uh a blizzard torn i70 that i actually caused the, uh, myself to bleed inside my mouth and we ended up underneath a well it in a car wash uh in Akron uh Colorado uh, unable to go any further because the blizzard was so bad. I want to just say as a public service announcement for the good mm -hmm. people of Kansas and beyond, when they closed down I-70 and they're like, I-70 is closed because of storms, even if it looks really clear, like where you're at, believe them. Believe them. Don't try to drive around the barrier and just think, well, maybe it's gotten better by now and they just haven't moved that barrier yet. Yeah. The weather's not a monolith. It it shifts from place to place along a highway. My sister like went into a preventative sleep, like a cryo sleep, but without the cryo part when we saw a derailed a hot train. Sleep. Yeah, it was like a hot sleep. She's like, she saw the derailed train just covered in snow and she's like, nope and she fell asleep that was pretty much how that one went but big ups to the nice people of akron colorado who were super sweet to two fucking dumbasses from kansas who tried to drive through the barriers on 70 uh, and go around and realize that there's a reason you don't do that that is my second favorite fact about I-70. Uh, the third favorite fact about I-70 is it is the only uh, interstate highway that hits all 52 American states. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, the fourth fact about I-70 is that it was... Uh, originally going to be named the Ronald D. E. Reagan D. Highway, um, but they they decided at the last minute that I-70 was a little bit easier to remember. Um, but Ronald Reagan was famous for loving, uh, with a desperate and undying love, more than he loved Nancy, he loved I-70, and you could often see him in a convertible, popped up in the back, throwing jelly beans back like it was going out of style. And driving around with the window or with the sorry with the with the roof off uh, on seventy. That's that's then, that is why I seventy is is known as the Nancy Reagan of highways. And that that is exactly why it is still to this day. Uh, and the fifth is there are the the most per capita uh, Long John Silvers on I seventy from anywhere else in the world except for the Ukraine. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Why do you think that is? Long John Silvers are in the Ukraine. Probably not as many as there used to be, unfortunately. 
Oh, that's true. That fact is a few years old, so we might need to double check that. Yeah. At the time of research. Yeah, no, the, most research is not, you know, up to date, up to date. There's usually a few years since the last, like, it takes a while to do a complete study. And so these things are published after the fact. So it's probably something like 2020. Probably pre you know that if you're guessing pre pandemic at least because the pandemic probably shut down some long John Silvers here and there, and then yeah. you know, uh, like a, a genocidal war will will also shut down a long John Silvers or two when you get right down to it. So, uh, yeah, little known fact if you leave a cell phone on one side of I 70 and then drive all the way to the other side, uh, and then by size, are you talking horizontally or vertically? Or I mean, like with uh, with their length horizontally, horizontally. Okay. okay. And then you you get a like a matching cell phone. Uh, when you get to the other side, you'll get a call from yourself in a totally different part of the multiverse. Like it'll okay. be a different you. Yeah. So you can. I seventy is is one of the soft spots of the world when it comes to multiverses. There's a, a lot, lot of crossing over. Look, There's a lot of a lot of uh, you know. You'll you'll see the yourself. Whole thing was built on a ley line. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, the whole it, thing was built on a ley line. Yep, druids are the ones who initially created I seventy when it was just a dirt road that stretched across America, and then we paved it. That's right. And and we and we locked in we locked in the multiversal magics under underneath that concrete. And that that asphalt, and and now now there's no going back, which is how the druids intended it. If they had, if the druids had invented asphalt, they would have done it themselves. And then they realized that America was doing it, and they're like, "Oh, good, we can uh, we can take off." That's why there's no druids along I seventy anymore because they were like, "Job's done." They went off to do yeah, druid yeah. stuff. And that's why the magic has left the world. Yeah, except for I-70. But even then, you know, you gotta sometimes you gotta wait around a little while. It's not like it's not happening all the time. You, yeah. One, you gotta believe. Two, you gotta you gotta keep whimsy in your heart. Three, you gotta love the earth. Four, you gotta like highways. And five, five's a wild card. You know, I like feel when you're like playing when you're playing car bingo, there's the wild card in the middle. That's that's the fifth thing to see magic on I-70 is wild card. Yeah. You really just need four, and then you'll you'll get the fifth one's free. I'll tell you what's goddamn bit of magic on I-70 is the world's largest prairie dog. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. And weedus. Weed Jesus. Is it, isn't the world's largest prairie dog actually a golem? Yes, it is a it is a, a an animated construct. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, one of them stone it, it, ones, one of them one of them tough the, ones. They say that not uh, not a, not not of that clay bullshit. We're talking about right. hard stone. Probably I don't know a oh. limestone maybe a uh, I wonder what kind of stone that prairie dog's made out of. You know maybe we could ask uh, Jack, friend of the podcast and and uh, and, a, and a woman who listens to every podcast we do. Uh, maybe we should ask her because she's a geologist. She would she knows golems. 
Hey, how many classes of, did she do you have to take about about golems in in geology to get you know well, to get your degree in geology? There's introduction to golems, which is a 103 class, and then there's 213, which is uh, literary analysis of golems in contemporary fiction, and then there's 312, which is uh, creative golem uh, management for public facilities, and then there's there's the 450 class, which is uh, a a directed study where you actually construct a golem and leave it somewhere outside of Colby. It's how the geology department is able to function. It's largely, you know, unpaid golem labor, but that's what they're for. Yeah. That's right. That's right. The wizards and druids weren't fucking around. They knew labor. Yeah. Yeah. This is maybe potentially getting into some awkward material, so uh, maybe yeah, we should I, I do feel it like it, it's from a different time, and probably the golems should be free and not forced to do labor in, in the nation's geology departments, but uh, I mean, things are tough all over. Ain't that the truth? Amen, brother. Yeah, I'm realizing I didn't start my timer, and I have no idea what time it is. Well, hey, I did, and let me tell you, we have exactly eight seconds left, so we better sum summarize what we've learned today. Okay, okay. We we learned a lot about I-70. Yeah, and golems. And golems uh, and druids. Yeah. As much as you can know about a druid, a druid's nature is somewhat inscrutable by, you know, by design and necessity. Like if everyone knew, like, all the things that druids can do, then there'd be a lot of people just, like, being fake-ass druids. And there's nothing worse than a yeah. fake-ass druid. There's, like, those fucking, like, trust fund druids that are just being no, druids because like they, they think the druid, lifestyle's yeah. cool, but they don't really... Yeah. You know, they don't really have a, a good understanding of, of the real, like, what it really takes to be a druid. And, and at the first signs of druid adversity, they're probably just going to run home to their parents' condos and uh, and kick up their 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 robed feet and uh, and just chill for a while. You know, I think to be a good druid, you have to really commit to dirt. You know, you have yeah, to you got to be cool with dirt. Or else you're gonna yeah. not have a good time being a druid. You gotta like camping. You gotta like animals. Uh, must love dogs if you want to be a druid. Watch the movie Must yeah. Love Dogs if you want to know like a lot of things that you're gonna need to do to be a druid. It's really yeah. gonna help. It's really gonna also help. watch the movie. It's uh, The Exorcist if you want to be a druid. It doesn't have anything to do with druids but it's a pretty it's good spooky. movie and it's almost halloween yeah it's spooky season and you know druids do need to understand spookiness that that is a prerequisite even if they don't yeah. practice it they need to understand it because you're going to run into some spookiness out in the woods at night and so you got to be ready to deal with it you got to have have an understanding of spookiness in order to to fight spookiness both the real spookiness that exists in the world and and the spookiness that exists inside your head and tries to tries to interfere with your druidic activities 
you got to fight through that. You got to put that spookiness aside, that inner spookiness and, and embrace, embrace nature and dogs. And I feel like you just dropped a masterclass on spookiness on, on our dear listeners. Well, I, you know, I used to lecture about spookiness, but, um, then there was a whole thing with some golems and, and I'm not technically now allowed at universities anymore. Most universities, I can go I to the, those that's... other ones. Like I can go to university of Phoenix and talk about druids and golems as much as I want, but you know, like those kind of places that, you know, that, that gotta get like state funding. No, they won't give you state funding if I'm there. So you at least got to put me in like a mustache and a hat if you want me to do it. And and I got to do it under a different name. But luckily, I got some aliases for that kind of thing. I thought ahead. Man, this is just ending on a kinky note. So if you want Nelson in a disguise and a hat, uh, we can make your magic come true. Just uh, let us know on the podcast. Yeah. Hashtag do you need me to come and, and discuss druids at your next church function or science class well i'll do it but again there's going to be some things we're going to have to do to make sure that nobody gets in trouble because i don't want the cops busting up one of my lectures again not again double deuce welcome to the double deuce podcast an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer.